Tov. Today's daf is Memzayin 47, and uh, we continue in our discussion of the Mishnah of somebody who is counting off individual dates or whatever, and he, he says, marry me with this, and with he says, and this, and this, and this, um, whether each one is a separate act, or it's one act, you combine the, the, the dates, Tavash fruit or each individual date, and so on. Well, okay, so within that context, we pick up on the, bo- in the, in the bottom of Memvava Mutzbet, um, and we are um, let's see. Thumar says, um, the Ibais Ema. It is about two lines above the Tosos Sikhasavar. It is, oh, I don't even know how to say it. About 20 lines from the bottom. Lines of the word Bechand Mana. And the issue here is, the Gemara has momentarily moved away from this question about counting off the dates and asks a different question. If somebody marries a woman and then it works out for some reason the Kiddushin didn't take effect, um, does she have to give the money back? Is the money a gift or is the money a picadon? Um, uh, you know, type of a um, how do you translate picadon? Um, an object, trust. <laughs> an entrusted object. Yeah, what, what, some object to be watched. Um, <laughs> so, well, obviously, if he says explicitly, the question is how legally do we interpret it if nothing else is said? So, the Gemara frames the question as a debate of Rav and Shmuel. If somebody marries his sister, where presumably every, everybody knows that that's not a real kiddushin, does she have to give the money back, or can she keep the money? Um, Rav says she has to give it back, which I think makes the most sense. Why should we read into this a new? transaction of a gift and Shmuel says that she can keep it so within Shmuel we're asking from a case of somebody who takes uh, challah but takes it in the flower not before it's dough and gives it to the Kohen it's a similar type of a thing a transaction which everybody should, should assume and uh, presumably knows is no good and the halacha is that the Kohen has to give the flower back he doesn't get to keep it so that seems to support Rav's position alright so the Gemara explained that no according to Shmuel the reason for that is if he keeps the flower, he'll think actually it was good challah, and that'll lead to, prob- uh, you know, to transgressing various uh, various things. So you give it back as a way of reinforcing that it was not good challah. So now the Gemara, within that context, sort of asks the similar question on that same idea. The by same says Gemara, you can only you can also say Rolam Kohen mitas If we were to tell the Kohen, why don't why not says the Gemara tell the Kohen keep the flower but be mafish truma on the flower or challah on the flower. So that'll re- let the Kohen know that the, that the flower is not really Chala. So we can let him keep it, and according to Shmuel, we should let him keep what it. He will listen to us if we tell him to be mafrish the chala. So even if you say the Kohen will listen to us, if we tell him to be mafrish chala on the flower, um, because the problem will be that the owner who gave the flower is not going to see the Kohen redo it. And therefore, from the owner's perspective, he gave flower, and we're telling him, you're done. You're not getting your flower back. So from his perspective, he's done, and he was, and he was mafish chala, and now he can eat the, the dough that he's going to make from this flower. Okay, but which is Teva, which hasn't had chala taken. Um, uh, the, he'll eat it while it's still Teva. So therefore, because from the owner's perspective, he has to get the flower back, so he understands that it didn't work. So the Gemara says, Amart Adam Yudei Hashem Mafishim Chala Kemach Well, one minute But you said that everybody knows That Chala can't be taken While it's still flower No, Yudei Amein Yudei Sort of knows Okay Yudei Hashem Mafishim Chala Kemach He knows you don't do it You don't normally do it But Yudei Yudei What he doesn't know is The summer time of mind Mishum Kircha Dekoin It's not really that it doesn't It's not Chala That it doesn't take effect If you do it The reason you're not supposed to do it He doesn't know reasons Who knows reasons People just know the norm is not to do it. But he thinks maybe if you do it, it works. And maybe the only reason you don't do it is because it's not fair to the Kohen. You have to make the Kohen work extra to turn it into dough. And the Kohen was willing to accept the flower. So he figures it might work. So he's not 100% sure it doesn't work. So you have to make sure you give him the flower back in order that he understands that it didn't work. And but So fundamentally, Shmuel says, I'd let people keep what was given to them in this type of a context. Here it has to be given back so there's no confusion of the halacha. Okay. So now the Gemara says, Well, one minute, we can do something else that signals to the Balabayas that it wasn't good challah. Let the Kohen keep the flower and tell the Balabayas he has to take challah 
a second time. Okay, we use the phrase truma here. Well, a besides that chal is called truma, but because that's a concept we have elsewhere that we can say it was good truma and you have to take truma a second time because it really wasn't good. But let the coin keeps the truma and you take it a second time. So say that here. Let the coin keep it. Let the balabayis take chal a second time, and that'll signal to the balabayis that it wasn't really good. Yilotznan, we have something just like that. If somebody takes from um, you know hydroponic plants and he's mafrish the hydroponic tomatoes that it should be good truma on the tomatoes that grew in the soil, okay, which isn't because obviously the hydroponic are not the rice obligated, uh, you know, and, and the stuff that grew in the soil is okay. So in that case, what do we say? He says truma. The coin gets to keep those tomatoes. The yachzav yitrum. We have to take a second time, obviously, from the soil tomatoes on the soil tomatoes. So anyway, we can let the coin keep it and tell you that you have to do it a second time and that'll signal to you that it wasn't really good so why not say that here so the Gemara says no how can the betrayed money size no 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 we remember we said earlier yesterday that um, that uh, that but to tell somebody the hydroponic tomatoes didn't really work on the soil tomatoes and you have to do it a second time that's trade money two fundamentally separate types of things they'll believe us and they'll listen to us and they'll take a second time but to tell him the coin gets to keep the flower and you have to do it a second time it's like what's the difference I mean it's all the same thing so why should, it, why should I have to do it a second time it's not like he understands that there's a problem there once you're letting the coin keep the flower so therefore that won't work unless the coin gives back the flower they're not going to listen and pay attention and he won't take a second time and we'll have problems okay so the commercial says for load science is that really true that somebody won't listen to us to do it a second time even if it's all fundamentally the same object the Hatnan we turn the Mishnah Hatorim Kishut somebody separated off Kishut which I think is a type of a gourd and then it was a bitter okay so he took one gourd out of a hundred but it turns out that the gourd that he took was actually like inedible it had gone rotten Avatiachon our watermelon Vinimsa Saruach and it was sour Truma Vyachzu Vyitrom so the coin keeps what was given to him but you have to take a second time so there it's all one thing it's all gourds it's all watermelons okay but um, and nevertheless we say it works and take a second time what do you mean from the outside it all looks like watermelon when you opened it up it was sour okay so it was a sour one and a good one okay it's flat it's, 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 it's flour and it's dough I mean the point is you could say that that maybe since when you opened that will peak but fundamentally people don't think of it as a different category they think of it as I took a watermelon if you're telling me it's good why should I have to take another watermelon alright anyway that's the first question so you see if somebody will listen to us to take another watermelon he should listen to us to take truma again from the flour once it becomes dough so the Gemara says no Shani Hasam to me the rice of truma al yahi no 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 they are even if he doesn't listen to us, it's not so bad. Because biblically speaking, if you took from the same min, even if it was sour or if it had gone bad, presumably it's still somewhat edible. It's not inedible. Okay? That still, that would still works. Pidievet. So even if he doesn't listen to us to do a second time, at least he still was mafish truma deoraisa. Shenema, how do you know that? I'm a rabbi loy. I'm a rabbi loy. How do you know that pidievet, you're not supposed to take from the bad grain on the good grain, but if you did, how do you know post facto it works? You shall not bear the burden of sin. When you take the, the the fat, the good stuff for the truma, then you won't be sinning. Okay, so which means that if you don't take the good stuff for the truma, you only take the bad stuff for the truma, you will be sinning. So now, how does that prove that it worked? Because he says, But if it didn't work for the eved, why are you bearing the burden of the sin? Right? If you tried to take the bad on the good and it didn't work why would you have sinned you didn't you know you didn't do anything wrong yet maybe you tried to do something wrong but it didn't it didn't have an effect so the pulpusic implies that you have done a sin when you take from the bad on the good that means that it actually will have been effective and the truma will be chal but it will be a sinful truma because it will be the bad on the good okay you will not get very sin if you do what's right it's like kind of weird I understand but that's in other words it's a chet it can only be a chet 
if the Maisa you did was Chal. Right. But then Tosos actually asks the question about that because, uh, you know, you, you're generalizing correctly, which is, which is um, but Tosos points out, I mean, there's a whole discussion in, um, in uh, what do you call it, in Tmura, which is, Komil Sada'ama Rahmana Yavid Mahani or Lo Mahani. If the Torah says, don't do X, and you went ahead and did it, does it take effect or not? Okay? Which obviously there are some real world things that take effect, like don't murder. You murdered someone, he's dead. Okay, but other types of things, right, might not take effect, right? It shows you're not supposed to, I don't know, when it says, by the case of the onus, right, the guy who, who rapes this woman. Let's say he gave her again. It's the get chal. Maybe we won't legally recognize the effect of that, right? You're not supposed, supposed to marry certain women, right? But, but we know that that is chal. Arayos, no, the Yisrael Ervar, not chal, but the Yisrael Lavar chal. So some types of things that you trans, you know, now, but is he chal as soon as he gives her the Kesef Kiddushin? If it didn't take effect, or maybe only after they've had sex. So when you actually do something to the point that you've transgressed, do we assume that that would act, you know, that the thing actually takes effect or not? So that's the whole discussion in Tzmura, fascinating discussion. Here the Gemara assumes that you would not have sinned if it did not have some, if it did not take effect. Tosus asks, but how does that fit in? Because we have actually opinions that say otherwise as a general rule. So he tries to explain why the Gemara's Medayik is specifically from this pasuk. Even if the general rule is you can be punished for something that didn't take effect just because you did against what the Torah said you're supposed to do even if it wasn't legally um, effect- effective um, nevertheless here the Gemara understands that, you, that it's, only if it take, if it's only if it takes effect okay so it's a good point to generalize it but, there's a, but actually the more general question is debated in this specific case we're saying that um, you would only have transgressed if it actually was good truma okay so because it says that you will have bare sin you and um, you will you, if you don't take from the good from here you see that if you take from the bad on the good that it does take effect okay so basically we've explained that according to Shmuel if you gave married his sister she gets to keep the ring okay and the reason that the Kohen doesn't keep the, the flower in this case of Chawa is because if he doesn't either the Kohen will get confused and think it's good or the Balabais will get confused and think it was good and the other solutions like have them separate a second time or whatever won't work. We, they won't listen to us and it won't, you know, won't have the same effect as saying give back the flower. And the reason you can tell them elsewhere take a second time is either because it was two separate things the hydroponic and the soil and they, and they believe us when we say a second time or even if it was one thing like the watermelons and one of them was sour if they don't believe it it's not the worst thing because in the end it really was good truma. Okay. I'm a rubber. Now that is the end. It's too bad we got ourselves a little behind because that was like the perfect end of yesterday's daf because that was the entire end of that sugya about somebody who marries his sister, okay, and what happens with the money, it's a more general question, right, in the end the Kiddushin didn't work, do you give back the money, or does she keep the money, as I said, nowadays not exactly the same, but you know, there's all these questions about somebody, get, you know, gives, you know, gives a woman a, uh, an engagement ring, and then the engagement gets called off, right, so is it a matano, or is it was only a matano on the understanding that they were eventually going to get married, um, I don't know, I mean, I, I wonder if that's actually come to the courts, I imagine that she's supposed to give it back, I imagine it's all implicitly Betsnai, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so that was the debate of Rabbi Shmuel. But now we turn back to our Mishnah. And our Mishnah was with counting out the dates. And, um, you know, and if you say, marry me with this, marry me with this, each one is a separate act. But if you say, with this, with this, with this, with this, it's all one big um, act. And it all has to be worth a proof. To t- and it's okay if it's all worth a proof to together. Okay, so Amar Rava says Rava, top of Memzayin Abadalas. So now we're switching back to the topic of our Mishnah. Lo Shanu, El Amar Law, Bizo, ubizo, ubizo. When is it that um, that they're considered to be um, now? Where he's also going back to the issue of remember when she eats the individual uh, dates before you know he's saying this, 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 and each date that he puts down, she's putting in her mouth and she's eating. Right, this case. So she's eating, 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 and when he finally says the last ubizo, the act of kiyushin is done. So this stuff is considered the way we explained it a milza because it's not around when the act of Kiddushin is done it's just stuff that gets back to our issue that she'd have to pay it back the type of thing we were talking about until now um, right she's so sin- so that's a Milva he can't marry her with this he can only marry her with the last one which is still around when he finishes his statement and that last one has to be worth the pruta it doesn't it matter be no they can't right. be it has to be some time in between because they're not pitted okay when is it that if she eats it before you know 
then it becomes a milva and those dates don't count towards the Shavar Pruta. That's only if he says this and this and this. Okay, let's he's got a group of dates in his hands and he says, marry me with these, all the dates I'm having in my hand. And then he starts handing them to her, one and the next. And each one he hands to her, she eats. Okay? So then he says, even if she's eating them as he's giving the, her, her, them to her singly, she's married. Why? Because it's all hers. Okay, meaning, in this case, the problem was, was that the statement that defined that the, like, the act of Kiddushin was done at the end, and then only when the, act of, the words of Kiddushin that defined it were finished, he only gave her one thing. But here, the entire statement is done. Marry me with these. The entire statement is done. So everything she takes is now giving her her Kesef Kiddushin. It's already been designated as everything in my hand is her Kesef Kiddushin. So now she's entitled to do whatever she wants with it. Right? It's not a milva. The, uh, the words that define the act of Kiddushin are done. And now everything that's been given, I'm just taking my time giving it to her. But it's all, it's all her own What's thing. What's interesting here to me is that in this scenario, her eating them is like a gilui dot that she's, that she's accepted the... Well, no, that's true. I mean, she first takes it before she eats it. So she doesn't need that gilui das. I guess if he threw it in the air and she caught it in her mouth. <laughs> but I mean, the eating, you don't need the gilui das to the eating. The gilui das is first she accepts it. She accepts it. Right. Right. But the point is that then all the dates combined can be worth a pruta because the problem here was the reason you couldn't use those earlier dates was because you were still sort of like in the middle of the act and therefore it was not yet determined sort of like you know it wasn't like already labeled as these are dates of Kiddushin these might have been dates of a milza because the, it wasn't clear like the act wasn't done finished yet it only finished here but here when he says marry me with these and she starts accepting it it's clear that she's agreed to the Kiddushin and this is the receiving of the money of the Kiddushin and therefore that already clearly labeled all of these dates as the Kesef Kiddushin so it all combines there's no reason she should have to leave it all and not eat it once she takes it and it's hers and it serves under the context of Kesef Kiddushin, she can do what, what she wants with it. Yes. It doesn't matter whether she's eating the steaks or not. Because when she's eating them and it's given to her singly, bazoo, 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 then they can't count towards the Kesef Kiddushin. So what I mean is, what if he just gave her one? Then of course it works. Of course it works. The Kiddush is that even if she eats it, and it's not around by the time he gives her the last one, and only when they're all combined are they worth a pruta. Each one is only worth a fifth of a pruta. And he's giving her five. So you might think, well, since by the time he gives her the fifth, and only then has he fully given her a pruta, the other four-fifths of the pruta are not around anymore. Maybe it doesn't work. Right? So the point is, it does work because he clearly designated all of them as the money before he started giving it to her. Uh, she didn't eat the dates in either case. The right. case where he said it one. Uh, if he didn't eat the dates, it works in both cases. Right. right. Uh, but, the, but if he did, she did start eating the dates, then in this case, bazoo, 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 it doesn't work. Right? Unless the last one is worth a pruta. But you can't use these for the pruta. Those are cheap dates work. Can you imagine a date not being worth a pruta anymore? Oh, right. All right. Imagine it's raisins, okay? Okay, it's fine. Tining of us, we talk like Rava. He's cutting to Alone, Ubirimon, Ubegos, marry me with. I don't know what an alone is. Alone is. It's now it's a pine tree. It's a pine tree. It's a pine tree. It's a pine tree. It's a or he just said the word these, but it, presumably he finished his statement before he started giving it to her. Okay? So, uh, as a group, it's sufficient that they have a pruta. They don't have to be worth a pruta individually. Now, similarly, because the first case is she didn't start eating. The first case is he gave it to her before she did anything. So, similarly, if he just said this, this, and this, same halacha. If it's all worth a pruta, it works. If not, it doesn't work. You can count them all because this was a case where she didn't eat them and he, so, so by the time he was done, she had a, a pruta sitting in front of her. Now, Bizu, it is as this, 
and she took it and ate it. Bizo and this one, Natatova Achalto, and she take it and ate it. and also this. If she was eating each one individually, it doesn't work. Unless there is one of them, which we said later meant the last one, but by the time he's done with his statement, that has to be worse a pruta. Fine. Now the Gemara says like this. That's the end of the bright. Hide the alone bag goes. This acorn, the pomegranate, and nut. Hey, dummy, what's the case? Oba alone, Oba Rimon, Oba Egoes, either with this, or with this, or with this. How could you say it's enough that they collectively are with the Pruta? He said, one or the other, not as a collective. The Ella, it must be that what he's saying is, alone, Oba Rimon, Oba Egoes, all three of them together. That's just like the Bazo 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 statement. He didn't use a collective word, the Elu. He used a word that labeled them individually. So why are we having this as a middle case? Okay. Well, right. In a way, why is it right? El Alav, the Amr Law, the Elu. It must be, it must be when he says these three, what he means is these three, like all of them together. It's a word that's a collective word. But that's the case that comes right afterwards. With these. So it sounds like the pomegranate and the nut case is not a be'elu case. All right. It's really just explaining. How, how would that work? If he said be'elu. So basically the first thing we did is we sort of neutralized the alone the Ramon case and said it was an example of be'elu. Now what's now, what's more interesting to us is that the Brighton really repeats itself, right? Is that it says, it says, if he says Be'elu, and it has Kulam Shavapruta Mikudeshet, then it says Bezo, Ubezo, Ubezo, and it has the same halacha. All of them together have to have a Shavapruta. That's what the Brighta said. Okay, it had the alone and the Rimon, but we made it into a Be'elu case. And then after Bezo, 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 it says, if it was Ochelet, and he said Bezo, Ve'od Bezo, etc., then you need to have the last one. It says one of them, but we say it means the last one has to be a Shavapruta. It's not enough at all as a collective. Okay? So what the Gemara is going to say is, it sounds like the idea that the Ochelet makes a difference so it's not enough that they have it as a group, but only one of them, each one individual has to be a Shavapruta. It sounds like Ochelis only makes a difference in the Bezo case, because we had a case of Alone and Rimon, which we basically made into a Be'elu case. Okay, then we had a Bezo case, and then we talked about eating in the Bezo case. It sounds like the eating wouldn't make a difference in the Be'elu case, and that's a support to Rava. Okay, so it says like this. So it says... Um, so, but the first case of it doesn't distinguish between whether she leaves the stuff in front of her or she eats it. Eating was only presented as a problem in the second scenario of Bizo, Bizo, Bizo. So the Gemara says, uh, as long as you said Be'elu at the outset, when she's eating, she's eating all what's already hers. So it's not a problem like the status of this has not yet been identified, and therefore when it's clarified at that stage, it's a, it's a milza. No, it's clarified at the beginning, it's Kesef Kiddushin. Everything combined is a pruta. Now you're just eating the money that's being given to you as Kesef Kiddushin, and it works. Shmamina. Oh, that's good. So that was a very nice brighta that supported Rava's statement. Now the Gemara says like this. One minute. All of this works very nicely. If you remember, Remember back to yesterday, this issue of eating, okay, that was explained by, uh, who was it? We've been working with the, um, with the explanation of, not Rav and Shmuel, but Rabbi Ami. Rabbi Ami said that this idea of eating is going on the case of, um, of bizo, bizo, bizo. But, uh, Rav and Shmuel said the case of eating was going on the case where she said, he's constantly bizo, he's constantly bizo, he's constantly bizo and that she ate it. But then the problem was was that there was no chiddish to that. Of course that works if any one of them has a shavaputa. Do you remember this from yesterday? Everybody remember this? I'll remind you, okay? The Mishra said like this. The Mishra said, if you said, he's kadshi li bizo 
he's ka- and then he's Kadshi Li, etc. He's Kadshi Li. So in that case, you need one has to be a Shavapruta. If you said Bizo, Ubizo, Ubizo, then the group has to be a Shavapruta, not one. Okay, because this is why this is your, you're making them all part of the group. And then it says if it was Ochelet, then one has to be a Shavapruta. So the question is, which case was this going on, the Ochelet? Okay, so Ravami said Ochelet was going on the Bezo Bezo, which is what we just explained here. That was clear, you know. It says Bezo V'Achato, V'Od Bezo V'Achato, V'Od Bezo V'Achato. That's clear that what was going on in the Brita. That's what we've been working on. That's what Ravami said. That if she's eating it, so then you're left just with the last one to work, and the last one has to be a Shavapruta. Okay, so that's what we've been working with. But Rav and Shmuel said, no, 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 Ochelos was going up here when each one was a separate act. So the question is, but that's what we've already said that when each one is a separate act, each one has to be a shavar, one of them set by itself has to be a Shavapruta. How does it make it any different? And then that doesn't make it any different. It's just a Chiddush that even though she's eating it, it still has to be a Shavapruta. People remember that from yesterday? Okay. So the problem is, we have a Brita that clearly is following Ramami. It says, Bazo, and she eats it. Bazo, and she eats it. Bazo, and she eats it. It was the Bazo, Bazo case. But Rav and Shmuel said the Ochelas was the case of Hizkanshili. So let's take a look at the Gemara. Okay, so the Gemara says like this. Um... Okay, honey, cholamandama asefakai. This brayta works very well, according to Ravami, that says the ochelet scenario was going on the end of the Mishnah. It's a bazo, 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 and that's clearly what we're what this brayta is talking about. Umay adshete ba'achas men shavapruta, and he said, what does it mean? One has to have a shavapruta. It means adshete ba'achas men shavapruta. I just lost my place. Adshete ba'chlona shavapruta, the last one, because until then the act of kiddushin isn't done, and when the the act of kiddushin is done, the only one that's left around is the last one, so the last one has to have a Shavapruta. Hachanami, Achei Bachron, a Shavapruta. He'd explain this Brita the same way. But it's clear that the basic case of the Brita is the case of Bazo and eating, Bazo and eating, etc. Not a case of Hariat Mikudeshet, Hariat Mikudeshet. El Rav Shmuel, Dami Tafayu, but according to Rav and Shmuel, they both say, Areshakai, that the Ochelet was going on the first case of the Mishnah. The Ochelet is and there was a Chiddush. Even if she eats and she's getting immediate Hanah, it still has to be worth a Shavapruta. But basically, it was going on a case of 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 Hariat Mukudeshet, Hariat Mukudeshet, separate acts, not a bizo 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 case. So according to them, so Hacha Klali Kachashiv Prati Lokachashiv. In our case, the bizo 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 is case of what's called Klali. Klali means that they're working as a group. It's one big type of act of kiddushin, not Prati. Prati is each thing is a separate act. Haiskachili bizo, Haiskachili bizo. You understand how that's a Prat and the other is a Klal? With Klal is working as a group. So. Our bright makes it clear that the eating is in a scenario of them as a group. And Robin Shmuel said the eating was only working in a scenario where each statement was a separate statement. Prati. So the Gemara says, no. How many Rebihi? No, our bright could be Rebbe. The Amar, Loshna Kazayas Kazayas, Loshna Kazayas, Ukazayas Pratahave. Rebbe says, remember we said at the beginning of the Mishnah that that was following Rebbe Shimon, who said that the only way you separate the statement is by saying, like, Shmuel is. You know, shvul is that, shvul is that, shvul is that. Harayat mukudeshet, harayat mukudeshet, harayat mukudeshet. You need to make fully separate statements in order to in order to separate the acts. But there are other opinions out there. Right, according to one opinion, if you say shvul lo lechav lo lechav lo lechav, that's actually separate shvuls. So the same way that there's a debate by that, there's also a similar discussion about um, with which is this case about. Um, Somebody, a Kohen that has a thought of Pigo, like these are some of the sugis you never get away from in Shabbos. Yevama, you know, Yibum, Pigo, the Otsitsheno Nakov. Anyway, so if a Kohen is having a thought about Pigo and says, I want to eat a Kazayas of this Korban at this time and a Kazayas at that time or whatever, are they separate acts of Pigo or one act of Pigo? Similar question. And Rebbe says that even if you say, I'm going to eat a Kazayas here and a Kazayas here and a Kazayas here, those are separate acts of Pigo. Okay, and it doesn't matter if you say Kazayas, Kazayas, or you say Kazayas, ukazayas, whether you even have the word and or not. Okay, each one makes it a separate act of Pigo. Similarly, here, okay, to bizo, 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 even though you interestingly say the o bizo, the o bizo, which certainly sounds like you're turning it into one big act. The Gemara says, no, the author of this Brisa would follow Rebbe and actually say that in this case, each one would be a separate act of Kiddushin. Okay, so the idea of Ochelet, 
where it says one of them has to have a Shavar Pruta, what we are saying that means is, you know why one has to have a Shavar Pruta? Because each one is a separate act of Kiddushin. And therefore, as long as any one of them has a Shavar Pruta, it works. You can't work with them as a collective. So not the last one. Not only the last one, any one, according to the way we're reading. It's just like the Hiskachili Bizo, okay? All right. Any- in a group is to apply, right? No. According to the... one at a time? Yes. The last case is that she's eating one at a time. That was alone, right? If it was one at a time until the end. Yes, but that was because we were following the idea that your statement wasn't finished until the end. But now we're interpreting the bright according to Rebbe and saying that each one is a separate act of Kiddushin. So every one she accepted is a separate act and if any one of them had a Shavar Pruta, it works. Yeah. That's my earlier question about like, uh, you know, about... Does it make difference what he says? Well, just, can you ask him later what he meant? Like afterwards, or, or do we say no? Like you know, you, you no, no. All of these seem to be like legally we have sort of like a Dvarim Shavalevin and Dvarim thing. Like we have to give a standard interpretation to how to parse this. You just don't know why that Right. I mean, presumably there might be some statements where it was obvious based on context, but then it's not just him reporting it. There might be other times. But yes, I mean, it could make a difference. Okay. Anyway, um, let's take now. Thankfully, that's, I mean, we got the basic idea about that, but it was a little confusing, all those things about the dates or whatever. Now we're able to, now we're going to go focus directly on the underlying discussion and principle that can you marry a woman with a debt? Okay, she owes you $100, you're the man, and you say, keep the $100, you're married to me. So you didn't actually give her something new. Now, you could say, that's Makadish Bermilva. Now, yes, correct. Now, you could say, with the benefit uh, that, I, that you will receive by the fact that I will annul your debt, that's, got, that's obviously worth some money. You owe me $100. How much would a person pay to be freed from the obligation to pay the $100? I mean, you could say $100, but we know it's not true because, you know, people figure I'll pay later. I'll like, I, you know, I can, I can maybe, get, you know, get out of it or whatever. You know, but it's like, you know, now sometimes these credit card companies will allow you, right, consolidate your debt and you pay a less amount or something. Anyway, you obviously could pay, would pay some money. You'd pay close to 100, maybe pay 50, whatever you'd pay, to, so, that, so that you wouldn't have, so that to waive the debt. Okay, so if he says, with the cost and the benefit that the weight of the, of the value of the waiving of the debt, um, marry me, that would work. Then he's given her something. It doesn't have to be a physical object. You might remember, for example, that the Gemara had a case where actually she gave him something, but actually there was a financial value you in him receiving a gift from her that was dealing in a sort of scenario of patronage and if somebody is willing to receive a gift that actually then has some that, that puts them in some responsibility towards you and there's actually some you know dollar value in the fact that somebody agreed to receive a gift from you so it doesn't you don't have to receive something concrete you can receive some service of value and that acts for Kiddushin so if he said with the value of waiving the debt marry me and she said yes it would work but he didn't say that. He didn't say the dollar value assigned to the mechilas of the chauf. He said, the money you owe me is now given to you. And with that money, marry me. But that money, right, doesn't, it's already hers, right? She owes money, but what did he give her? He didn't give her the act of waving. He gave her the money, but that wasn't exactly his money to give. It was her money. It was, you know, so therefore, that's the issue about Makadish B'milva. So let's take a look. Amarav, Makadish B'milva ain't a Mekudeshes. Milva nitna. Now this idea that Milva nitna means Okay, as soon as the money leaves my hand, what if I had my, my wallet out here, could have done a better thing. But let's imagine this is a $100 bill. That's actually not good. It's confusing because the whole thing is it's different between money. I'll actually get my wallet. Okay, so the whole thing is different. We'll do a little comparison and contrast. I already uh, sold my phone. Okay, the whole thing is different between money and, right, between money and between, and between other things. So Michael says, right here, Michael says, lend me, lend me, lend me 20 bucks. Okay, and I give him the 20 bucks. Take the 20 bucks. Okay, I ca- can I say, wait, Michael, that's my 20 bucks. Give it back to me. No. 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 He already has taken possession. It's already, even though it's, it's right there. It's mine. You're holding on to my 20 bucks. No, that dollar is no longer, that dollar bill is no longer mine. He owes me $20. That dollar bill is 100% his. Right? So that, no, I didn't give it to you. That means, 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 that
Michael here is Michelle. Okay, so Michelle, <laughs> here you are, you know, borrowing 20 bucks. I said, you know what? While it's still in your hand, that $20 is still there. I know I just lent it to you, but it's still in your hand. That was my dollar bill. You're Makudish to me with that. So, no, it's no longer my dollar bill. It's now his. I'm not giving him anything. Okay? So that's the idea of Milvalot Sunday. Now, the same way I can't demand it back, I've already lent him the money. Okay? Even if he's still holding, she is still holding on to it. Right? She hasn't even put it in her pocket, but she's still holding on to it. I can't say, you know what? Since it's my $20 anyway, just keep it, and it'll be kept as you do. Okay? So the language of Milvalot refers to the the actual currency that you've given to the debtor right as opposed to forgiving the loan the right that's exactly what I'm saying if forgiving the loan the works the value yeah oh. okay that oh. works but I'm not doing that I'm trying to give her the actual money that, okay. and the Kiddush is is that the money even if it's still in, it's in her hands Fine. it's no longer mine now if I actually said you want to Michael you want to borrow your okay I guess you're Michelle. Borrow my cell phone, and I give it to you. And, why, and now I take it. Say, you know what? Just keep the cell phone, and I write Lukudeshetly with that cell phone. That works because even after he's taken it, it's still mine, right? He's borrowed it. I can't demand it back during the period of the of the of the loan, okay? But it's still mine, and I could give it to him, okay? But whereas whereas with the money, as soon as it goes into hand, that dollar bill is no so longer you're mine. Making distinction between currency. I am exactly making distinction between currency. Cur- Currency and any other object. Okay. All right, fine. That's different. Okay. So that's the chiddush. If I said marry me with the value of waiving the loan, that works. If I said marry me with that object I just lent you, that works. It's my object. But if I lent the twenty bucks and it's still in her hands and it hasn't been spent, it's no longer my money, and I and I can't ask for the twenty dollars back, and I can't give her the twenty dollars. That's no longer mine to give. Okay. There's no longer any thing of mine that's in her possession. There's just a Yes. But if you gave it to her and then you said, um, with the value of that loan, uh, right, that works. That works. Yes, right. I said, yes. I, I, that's why I started with that. Yes. You can always ma- marry if you just reframe it as with the value the, 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 uh, of me waiving the loan. Okay. Marry me with the money. That, that money you owe me. That, that loan. The keep the loan and you'll be married to me with it. Okay, that doesn't work. Okay, Mula load sun it now. So the man says, name a kitanoi. Let's say this is like based on the fate of Tanoyim. Hamikadish Pumilva ain't a Mikudeshes. Yeshomi Mikudeshes. Okay. <laughs> that certainly sounds like a debate of Tanayim, exactly that Rob's point. Well, okay, you mean, what do you mean, name like Tanayim? That's exactly what they're debating. So, my love, Ahakimifligi. The Masavar Milvalot Sanitna, Umasavar Milvalot Sanitna. One must assume it's so funny, because who really cares what the reason is? It sounds like they're debating the Psak of Rav anyway, right? That one says it works when Makai's Milvalot, one says it doesn't. But the Gemara says, presumably, they're debating exactly this question whether you can marry with the money before the money's been spent. Okay, one says it's still, it's, it's already no longer owned by the original owner, and the other says, no, it still is owned by him. Let's say that's how we frame it. Okay, so the Gemara says, um, does that make sense that that's what's being debated? Amos Seifa, look at the end of it. The Shavi, they agree, the Mecher, Let's say, because the other thing actually that works with Kesef is not Kiddushin, but remember, like buying land. So let's say it was a case of land, Shazekhana, that it works. So if Michael owes me $100 and I say, keep the $100 and let me buy that little plot of land of yours, they agree that it works. So why would that be different by land than by Kiddusha Isha? Now, of course, you could suggest we've already seen ways in which Kiddushin and Kesef Kiddushin doesn't follow the exact parameters as Kesef by other Kinyanim. So maybe there are some different here, but let's see what the Gemara says. The Gemara says like this: um, If everybody, if the debate is that you know the issue is that once the money switch is given for the loan, it no longer is owned by the owner. It's like it's already spent. So, but my money, how could how could the other side say that it works by land? There's no money to be given, so it wouldn't make there would be no logic why it would work by wouldn't work by kiddushin and would work by land. Okay, so Amar of Nachman. So that's interesting. That the Gemara at the outset assumes that this statement that it's making that Milva doesn't function as Kesef is true both about Kiddushin and about other things by Mechira, by like Karka. 
So therefore, you can't explain the difference if it's a simple case. It must be a more nuanced case. So Amar of Nachman, so Rav Nachman says, Huna Chavrin, Huna Arkali, Mukin Labimiliach Ochari. He says it's talking about a, a different type of a scenario. So Hachadim I ask, you know, what are we talking about? He's going to Amar Law, he's Kachili Bimana, Zanim Samana Chaser. So it's not a normal case of a Milza. I lent this woman a hundred dollars and now I'm saying marry me with the hundred with the hundred dollars that I've already given you. No, what happened is I said to this woman, marry me with this hundred dollars and she took the hundred dollars and she counted it out and I, she, I was missing a five. It was only ninety-five dollars. Okay? So fine, I owe you the other five. Alright, that's the case. Now, can she be, can I marry her? I said a hundred but I gave her ninety-five so the extra five is like a mil there. I said like, I'll owe that to you. Well, that count towards the hundred as the Kesef Kiddushin. That's the question. Oh, the mill was in the other direction. The mill was in the other direction. Uh, right. I owe her the money. Exactly. Okay. No, the whole thing. But of those whole things, uh, five is an outstanding loan. Does that still work as, as if I gave her the hundred dollars? Okay. So She's embarrassed to ask for the other five. I gave her ninety-five dollars. She's now my wife, or whatever. She's not going to ask for it. And therefore, even if she says okay, and she <laughs> even if she says okay and she agrees to it, it's not like she really was okay and she really felt that she received the hundred dollars because a little bit she's feeling like I'm never going to get those five dollars and I said I was going to give her a hundred dollars so therefore it wouldn't work um, no she's not embarrassed to ask for it that's the machokas of Makadish Benilva was not Ra's case it's this very special case where I gave her ninety five and I owed her the other five and one says well that works because she believes she'll get the other five so she said she's okay with it so essentially she accepted you know agreed to accept it and she did get a shove of pruta like it's a little bit interesting at the end of the day did I marry her with a hundred dollars did I, did I marry her with a hundred dollars or did I marry her with ninety five but she was okay with me owing her five um, it sounds more like the latter but according to the other one no it doesn't work she says yes but she doesn't really feel and believe yes she really feels like she didn't get her hundred dollars she's not doesn't trust she's going to get it so there's not sufficient mardan uh, I understand but you said you were going to marry her with a hundred so there's a sense like she doesn't feel like she was given what she was promised. In one case, she treats it like she was going to give what she was promised. In the other case, not. Again, I don't exactly get the mechanics because bottom line, right? Are you marrying her with a ninety-five? Are you marrying her with a hundred? If you're marrying her with a hundred, you didn't give her the hundred. If you're marrying her with a ninety-five, what does this ksifala milsa matter? Okay, but presumably you're marrying her with a ninety-five as long as she feels she got what she was promised. Okay, so um, but that's so that's the debate, and now we understand why it works by karka because by karka it's not about a husband and wife. It's about a business deal. So, of course, the guy's going to demand the other $5. You know, we agreed 100 We didn't say 95 There's no question he feels he's going to get it, and he's going to sue me in court if he doesn't get it. So, there it works. But between me and my wife, she might feel that she's being forced to be mochel, and she's not happy with it, and therefore it might not work. So, it's a very special case. Okay, but it's, uh, even though it says Makadish Pamilva, it is not Rav's classic Makadish Pamilva. It's a very special case. Okay, so now the Gemara says like this. But one minute, how does this fit in with what Rebbe Lezer says? Because Rebbe Lezer says, if a man says to a woman, marry me with $100, and here's $5, down payment. Okay? It works, and just finish paying the other 95 So the Gemara says, right, is that going only like one of the opinions? Because by this case about the 95 and only $5 left, it was a debate if it worked. Right. So here's the mirror image. Um, so it seems like it's only follow like it seems like that's only following one of those two opinions. So the says no. Amri, you can say hundred minus minus you know five ninety five dollars. She's embarrassed to ask for the other five. So therefore, because she's embarrassed to ask, she's been forced to say yes, but she's not happy with it, and, and it doesn't and it and it doesn't work. Okay, but right manachas. Um, but a hundred, it's giving you one, I think, five. Anyway, a hundred, uh, you know, minus ninety-nine, right? If you only got one dollar and you owe ninety-nine, like she's obviously going to demand the rest, and since she's obviously going to demand the rest, there is gemar das, and it does work. That's okay. unbelievably ridiculous in some way. No. Like, I get it, like, the way they do, but... 
like she's getting so much less than what was right now. Right now, up front, the rest is owed to her. And as long as she trusts she'll get what is owed to her, then there's Gmardas. She doesn't oh. get the money, is marriage still in effect? Uh, no, that's where he says the Ashlim. That uh, presumably not. Presumably, then he, you know, was all on the under understand. Oh, uh, well, that's a good point because if not, then um, no. You know what? It seems like it seems like the answer would be that yes, it would. Because if the answer was that it wouldn't, then the presumably the Ksifal and Milsa wouldn't matter because Ksifal and Milsa. Yeah, it's a good question. I, th- I think I think that it should logically it shouldn't matter whether she gets it or not. Yeah. Right, but wait, 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 wait. Uh, you're going to sell me your condo, okay? Yeah. So a hundred thousand dollars. So I'm going to give you ninety five thousand dollars. You're going to be asked. To, you'll be inclined to trust me for the remainder. Right. I'm going to give you a hundred dollars. I'm good for the rest. So what? It happens. It happens every day. You ever hear of a mortgage? This happens every single day. It's exactly that. No, it's not. Sure it is. The bank puts the money on the table. You got your money. You sold the condo. You get the money. You didn't get it from me. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Anyway, what can I tell you? Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, but no, but David asks a good question, you know, which is, is the the Kiddushin dependent on paying the remainder of the loan? It sounds like you're not. It sounds like you're that otherwise we wouldn't have a debate. And we'll just say, let's wait to see if the rest of the money gets paid. You know, it sounds like it definitely works right now, but the rest is owed. Okay, but is the fact that it's owed, does that, the fact that she's being owed the rest create a lack of her gmar das. That's what I was saying before. Is he marrying her with 100 or marrying her with a 95? It sounds like he's marrying her with what he gave her. The rest is a debt. But does the fact that the rest was left as a debt undermine her gmar das? And if she's not certain she's going to get it, then we say it does undermine her gmar das. Okay, so that's, anyway, that's dealing with that, although that did seem to straight up be a, be a debate of tonight. Again, around Rav, we gave, we made, we, we said that it was a special case. So now the Gemara says like this. Back to Ra's basic position of Makadish Bemilza. So it says like this. Uh, where is it? Mesay. Ha'omer le'isha. He's got to leave b'fikadon. Sheishli b'yadcha. You know, you know, honey, you're holding on to my, uh, whatever it is, to my, va- no, to my, let's say, we'll have to have things that have a lot of them. You know, to my bag of grain. Uh, just keep it. And you're, and that's for Kesef Kiddushin. Okay? B'fikadon sheishli b'yadcha. V'hacho matzo. So she said yes. And it was in her house, and then she went to, to, to get. To, uh, uh, she went to the room that it was being stored in. and she saw that it had been stolen or lost. In if there's a little bit of grain left, a shavapruta's worth of grain, says it works because as long as which is interesting, why don't you say that there wasn't kabardas? She thought she was going to get to keep the whole thing. But anyway, let's bracket that for now. I gave her what I, I gave her that. As long as the thing had a shavapruta left to it, then that was kesef kiddushin and it works. No, presumably not. Okay, because when I'm, I'm not being. I'm not giving her back the money she might owe me, even if she doesn't owe me any money. I'm just giving her the money that's left, right? I mean, the Gemara is going to get to that in a minute, okay? But hold on, now we're assuming she doesn't owe me any money. But as long as there's something left for her to take, for her to own, it works. Um, but if I say marry me with a loan, then even if there's none of, I gave her a hundred dollars, and I said marry me with that hundred dollars that I lent you, and then she goes back and I don't know, it got stolen out of her wallet. It doesn't matter. She's Mikudeshes because I wasn't actually marrying her with the actual physical bill. I was marrying her with the money she owed me. And that money I essentially gave her. I gave her back the money that she owed me. I let her keep the money she owed me. Okay, so this is the exact opposite of Rav. This is Mikadish Pemilva Mikudeshes even in more of a way than if it's something banned. Because you're Dafka, I'm giving her the things that the abstract thing. And therefore it works even if it's not around. Okay, Rabbi Shimon Elezrom, Rabbi Meir, Milva Harehu Kipikadon. No, a mill is like a picadon. There has to be some of that money left uh, in order for her to be married. So anyway, you hear both positions here are against, right? You know, at most, excuse me, well, you know, both <laughs> positions here are against Rav. One says even if none of the money is around, and the other says, oh, if some of the money is around for the milva, that can work. But Rav said, even if all of the money is around for a milva, <laughs> it doesn't work because it's no longer mine. Okay? So, the whole debate here is that for the milva to work, does there have to be some of the original money left? One says, even if none of the original money is left, in the No, only if some of the original 
no money is left. Um, but if not, low, it doesn't work. Everybody agrees that it works. Okay, and that just and that and that either completely giving her the abstract money or giving her some of the physical money, even after it's already in her hands. And Rob says even if the whole amount is in her hands, it still doesn't work. So the Gemara is a real problem, according to Rob. So I'm a Rava. The Tispera, Hamataratsi, Hamataratsi. Wait, does that make sense? You think this bright actually the text of this bright is good? Hamishabastahi. The text of the bright is corrupt. Why is the text of the bright corrupt? Because it's going to ask the question Michael just asked. Hi, Kikadon Hechidami. The case about the bag of grain. What's the scenario? If she is liable, like he's a Shomersacher, liable for the loss. So it was stolen or lost, and she owes me the money. So then, it's a milvra. She owes me money. So essentially, I'm letting her keep the money she owes me. So then it should work even if nothing is left, if the bright assumes that Makadish the milvra works. Okay? So Hainu milvra. So then it's a milva, because then if it's all lost, she owes me the money, I let her keep the money, so if Makadesh Pemilva works, it should then Makadesh Pemilva should work even if nothing is left. All right. Either Loki or Laich, right? How about a more simple case? She doesn't have any debt to me. She's a Shomer Chinam, she's not liable, and therefore, I can't marry her with the stuff that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. I can only marry her with the stuff that's left. That would work. So what's the problem with that? Either Loki or Laich, right? Why did we run to the end to contract to a case of milva. We said, oh, but by a milva, you don't have to have any of the money left. Why not make a distinction within the case of a picadon? When by a picadon does she have to have some of the picadon left? Some of the grain still has to be around. That she has no liability, and therefore the only thing I can marry her with is the remainder grain. But if she accepted liability, it'll work even if there's nothing left because she owes me the money and she'll be able to keep the money she owes me so that proves that the bright is corrupt it's not the world's greatest proof because the bright uh, could have gone could have made a distinction within the case of Picardone and runs to contrast rather runs to contrast it to a case of Mills that shows that everything in the bright is accurate everything makes sense Okay, there's no logical problem, but because it should have made a distinction within Picardone and didn't, proves that there's obviously a problem in the Brighta. Okay, so this is what he's saying in order to get out of the challenge that the Brighta presents to Rob's position. Right. There are definitely answers. Right. Totally. That's totally what's saying. You're right. A classic response would have been Chisurim Achzei Vachiktan. The man's remembering is not and in the case of the milva, here's the lacha. Right. Totally. Anyway, all right. But we're trying to undermine its authority. So the Gemara says, "El Here's how you have to read the Brita. We'll change it a little bit. Okay. So as opposed to our version, which is by milva, even if nothing is left, she is mikudeshet. We say we switch it to even if something is left. She's not Mikudeshes. We do the exact reverse, okay? Um, and by a Milva, even if something is left, ain't a Mikudeshes. No, by a Milva, it's as good as a Picadon that as long as something is left, it will work. So we still have to deal with that position that says if something is left, it will work. But the main position, the Tanakama position, is that even if that even if something is left, it won't work, which is Rav's position. Mikadesh Milva ain't a Mikudeshes. Okay, but now we have to explain. Okay, so so what okay, but you have to at least explain Rabshunalezer. He says that you can't marry her with the Milva if some of the original money is there. So Rav, I found the rabbis there in the Yeshiva, the and they were sitting and explaining the following way of what this debate is about. The question is, the way Rashi understands this is, at what stage does remember when I gave Michael the 20 bucks mm-hmm. at what stage is it considered like it, became, it transferred into a loan mm-hmm. okay is it as soon as that $20 was put in his hands 
Or does he actually have to start using the $20? Or maybe even like plan on using the $20 or something like that? Okay, logically it should be. But we're trying to say that maybe here's the issue. When does Rav say Makadish Pamilva doesn't work? Or when is it everybody agrees Makadish Pamilva doesn't work? Is when the person I gave the money to began using spending the money. Then it, everybody agrees that at that stage it's considered a loan and even the remaining money that he has of it is completely his. And I don't have any, it's not mine anymore. But before he began spending well, the money, still in his hand, still in his pocket, can I say, wait, 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 I changed my mind, give me my $20 back. Okay, so that's Chazara. Can I still retract the loan before he's begun spending it? And, let's say another case, I gave him the $20 and a wind came and blew it out of his hands. Okay? Can Michael say, oh, you know what, I, 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 that, I, I never took that $20. I don't owe you anything. Or can I say, no, you already, I already lent you the money. You have to pay me now for it. That's Back for it. That's so, that's the case of Onasim. Okay? At what stage does it become a loan and stop being my money? As soon as it goes into his hands or only as soon as he spends it? So, that's what we're going to say the debate is. So, let's take a look. Well, why would you say otherwise, again, than, than me taking it? Because if, since it is physically my $20 bill, maybe it only gets abstracted as a loan once it starts getting spent. And until that stage, we do look at it as the physical object is still mine. Okay, that you're planning on using, but you haven't yet used. You know, you haven't yet made it yours, right? Whereas so, the don't is always yours. Is always mine. Okay. Put food on your plate. Uh, I, 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 give me back my food. Actually, you could. Yeah, let's say you come to my house. And I and I served you something, and then we get into an argument, and I kick you out, and you say, "Fine, but I'm taking the, I'm taking the steak that you just gave me, right? <laughs> I give you the right to eat my food. I'm not giving you. Okay, anyway. So, what? That's why I use the Russian. I was wondering why doesn't use the Russian over is is. It can't be called back or right. it can't be called back or use like so because because of this problem. This this, this issue. It's only when you start like so. Right. It's purpose is to be spent, but it might have to begin to be spent to actually get right. that. Right. 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 That's the question. Why when we were talking previously, you gave Michael the twenty dollars. Right now we're questioning that. So now we're now we're now we're now we're nuancing that. We might we're saying it might depend how, at what stage after he's taken that twenty dollars. Okay. So that's exactly what we're saying. So that's the debate. The one that says that if there's some money, le- well, let's take a look. Okay. So the Gemara says like this. Mar- okay. So the Gemara says that Milva Bershus Lova Kaima Fuadil Onasim that the that that the law is is uh, as soon as it's given automatically becomes in the possession of the borrower and it cannot be retracted and the borrower is fully liable for anything that happens to it. Umar Savar Milverbush's filing time. No, no, no. Until it's spent or until it's, excuse me, begun to be spent as the way Rashi explains it. It's a, the, the, the original money is still owned by the owner. And he can A, ask for it back and B, if something happens, the original owner loses out, not the borrower. Now, how does that work by the way in our bright because our break was I lent Michael a hundred dollars he did not st- I gave him five twenties he did not start using it okay then I say well, I gave Michelle five twenties as a loan she didn't start using it then I said marry me with her she goes back to check her purse and she sees that somebody has swiped 80 of the $100 out of it. There's only a $20 bill left. Okay? Now, she hasn't started spending it. Okay? So, if you say automatically it became her money, then then I can't marry her with the remaining $20. But the second opinion... And she owes me $100. Or 80 whatever. And the, the other opinion that said Milva's like a picado means, well, since she didn't start spending it, and there's $20 left, that $20 is still mine. Okay? A, she doesn't owe me for the 80 because that was she's not yet obligated in the own nothing because she hasn't started spending it and that $20 is still mine and I can marry her with that $20 okay so that's what we're doing is we say everybody agrees you can't marry her once the borrower actually takes possession of it in a way that makes it his the question is is that immediate or only when the person begins well, spending it money in the wallet too I don't know I, I can't deal with those cases yes for 20 and you lost 80 right okay. so let's just read let's just read one more sentence to finish this thought so much like this, the Amina Luhu and I said back to them, Lo Nosin Kuliamalo Pliki the Bershus Lovekaima. Okay, no, no, no. So we have to distinguish between the cases. It might be as soon as the Lova takes it in his hand, he's liable for any loss. 
Okay, my taima logarmi sheila. It's no different than if I lent him an object. If I lent Shoel, it's chayiv and owns him. Okay, ma sheila the hadra beena. If I lent Michael here my 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 iPhone and he's giving me back the same iPhone, nevertheless chayiv owns him. He he accepts liability as soon as he takes possession of it. Never locals and certainly the money. So even if the physical hundred dollars is still mine before he begins spending it, but as soon as he takes possession of it, he's accepting full liability. So they said, look, I get you. In terms of explaining this debate, you're right. There's a question, when does that $100 stop being the, lo- the creditors and to begin to be, be the, loan, the, the borrowers? But everybody agrees that even if the $100 bill or the 520s is still owned by the original owner, as soon as the borrower takes physical possession of it, he's liable for any loss. Everything, even, even more than an owner. Even more than an Even, yeah, Mesa Mahmoud, Mullah, anything. El Ahacha the debate is the debate is not whether your chayvet owns him but if it's still mine can I demand it back or not while it's still there and more relevant for the although you would say also if I lend you a hammer right there's an implicit I can't demand it back before the time anyway but we'll see about that but the bottom line is what we're saying is like this everybody agrees that once the milva becomes converted into just abstract money that is owed I, then it's not something then it's no longer mine I can't marry the woman with it I can't buy a plot of land with it at what time does it become converted to that abstract okay it's, everybody agrees it's before the full amount is spent but the question is immediately when the person takes possession of it it stops being mine and it just becomes abstract money that's owed that's what we've been assuming and now we introduce there's another opinion that would say that the person would have to start spending it okay but before he started spending it those bills are still mine and therefore A, I could demand them back and B, I could marry a woman with them okay, because those bills are still mine before they began to be spent yeah, but when, once the person dipped into the loan then it just becomes something that's abstract and the person even before they dip into the loan as soon as they take possession are, are obligated for any loss and for any full liability but nevertheless the question is when does that stop being my money and just become an abstract debt and that's what's being debated right here okay 